Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Welcome to episode 343 on the 23rd of September. The time now is 13.08, but I am going to tell you where the heavenly bodies will be at the time that Venus will be at the first degree of Leo. It's right now at the Leo's gate, the lion's gate. It's at zero degrees. It's a very special time. I mentioned before, I like to share these zero degrees. It's connected to zero field energy. It's a good time to really listen and exercise your innate gifts. I think that's the best way to say. Those of you who are born on zero degrees or who are my students or who have had a discovery call and I've shared that with you I believe have experienced this divine power and it's really brilliant to be confirmed by the math that is scientific not pseudoscience that this is a space where just information flows and coming from a higher source you could say in a way when you allow it to um be part when you are more confident that it is i mean it kind of comes whether you want it or not but when you embrace it and acknowledge how important these drops are it's a good way to say it as i've Heard from the water priestess, it's rainy now in London, so on cue, water, rain, that this is uh, very special. So what's even more special about this whole energy, I'm talking about Venus today, on the 23rd, is because on the 14th, when Venus was at the beehive cluster, the space of the manger through my experience, again, with the water priestess, I have noticed this is a quell, like a well of information. This part of the sky that was also called Little Cloud, which is also means clouded. Anyway, there is information to be had there. And the information we received as Venus was there On the 14th of September, wouldn't you know that, you know, the science community came out and said there was life on Venus. What kind of life? Of course, that's still up for debate. But that there are signs of life on Venus through this phosphorine gas in the cloud decks of Venus. It was... First, I'm not sure if they said it, but it was first published in Nature Astronomy. And so, taking from this scientific observation, 
that I believe we can, you know, acknowledge as being true, you know, through study and observation. But, you know, no matter what the case may be, this is now in our collective consciousness and this moment in time where this addition Additional information was given to our collective conscious was, of course, when Venus was actually aligned with the Beehive Cluster. There are no coincidences, is what I like to say. So let's talk about the beauty of zero degrees and Venus being there and what we know about Venus. Now, Venus has been associated with you know, so many different ancient identities because so many ancient people have observed its, you know, very special visions, appearance in our skies, in the morning sky, in the night sky. You know, originally it was called the certain morning, the morning star. In some cultures, the evening star. Some cultures, Istar. You know, all these things. But the main thing is, is that there's attention given to this energy. And when people were observing this energy, it seemed to have a lot to do with some of the most extreme um, feelings of love and hate. Because of the polarity, I suppose, on this earth. Now, in astrology, the Venus is connected to Earth, Taurus, and Libra balance. And Libra is the symbol for, in a way, as above, so below, I believe. The sun rising, the the top line is above, and the bottom line is the Earth. Now, when Venus has made this beautiful movement to a very powerful water energy, the first water sign, Cancer, the manger, aligning with the beehive cluster, telling us about life in clouds and the waters of Venus. Because where there's water, there's life, right? Then... It is sharing this powerful information to bring to our awareness that Venus is just not connected to air, Libra, and Earth. That it is also connected to our waters, to our memories, and to what needs to integrate um, within our Consciousness. When integrate, I mean a lot of times I speak about the alchemy of these elements. And when you have air, sometimes it is very free and it's you know abundant and informative and expansive. But when integrating with earth, it the only way that it has to make a real connection is through water. Because you know, if earth is you know kind of stagnant below and air is doing its thing above they never really integrate on their own there needs to be a third party um like when you know the earth is plowed to pull up the to get some air within the earth 
or in this case, I like to say, when the water bubble, when the water holds the air inside of its capsule, inside of its bubble, and drain drops <laughs> down to earth, and there the water and earth meet with the sorry the water and air meet with the earth on the ground and bringing this knowledge this information of air of ideas of aspirations of information like life on venus down to earth for it to manifest something here on this earth plane and I believe we are so in need at this time for all the information that we can get and especially divine information so that's how I see this happening so if you get some divine information from yesterday the 22nd which was uh, autumn equinox when Venus was at the Lion's Gate. I believe it was from in the, sometime in the afternoon. I would have to check. I'll check it and put it in the comments. I will put in the comments. And maybe some links from yesterday's because I didn't do that because I wanted to get it out before the 23rd. That is really something that we those of us who are interested in what's happening in the sky can connect with. And, you know, power is, has always been and will be and ever more and even more so now. Beautiful information in this era of misinformation. So, having said that, getting my Venus on, I'm feeling very empowered. It took me a while to get started this week, but I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there and I'm feeling the bumps, which is great. I don't know. There's something about talking during the zero degrees, which I was not born with. Okay. So that's interesting. Maybe the people who aren't born with zero degrees connect with the zero degrees by speech, by air. Hmm. I don't know. I'm still curious. I'm still searching for answers, but one thing I do know is that there is such an immense, powerful wealth of knowledge and energy, pure, organic, intergalactic, biodynamic energies from our heavenly bodies above where our sun is shining as it now is in virgo not leo libra where our moon right now is which is in the ophiuchus in this special space of fire and water which is holding space together integrated in this space and also aligning with the node that is also 16 degrees 
um, the South Node, which is about the past karma, which is also, I believe, connected to the information that's already there. That's what past karma is about. Things that you already know. So when you are aware of the things that you already know that will heal you, that will do... I do what you need for healing when you focus, when you observe its power and are not distracted by false information. There's a brilliant power in that. And that's why I'm here to share with you the beauty of this moment and, you know, for you to, of course, have the conscious inf- consciousness or the information to reap and align yourself with that energy at the time today. Now, when you hear it, if you hear this podcast now, if you don't hear it now, but you, it's come to you soon enough after the day where you made some realizations and so you can think back well what happened yesterday up until today that Claudette told me that that Claudette gave me the dates that is really impactful as well so it's also sometimes good to think back what happened in retrospect and not to anticipate of course it'd be great if you're in the moment and I did mention on my IG it's the quickest way I can tell people so follow me there aka Claudette also let's talk about where the heavenly bodies are and oh I just want to play a song unfortunately you can only hear it on Anchor so if you listen to the podcast on Anchor you can hear the song by David Bowie which, you know, of course, he wrote Life on Mars, and now it's like Life on Venus. But one of his songs that he wrote, which I love, and it's because Ich bin ein Berliner. I lived in Berlin for 11 years, Germany. And it's Where Are We Now? And he talks about Berlin and the changes that came about when the wall came down. And I'll be back right after that. back and unfortunately the song where are you now david bowie about berlin is not available to play on this platform but another song anyway was really close to my heart because of the venus theme and that is the song life on mars which is allowed to be played on this platform so i will have a little snippet of that after we share where the heavenly bodies are because I know you guys have been waiting to hear about that happening. So this is for GMT time at 15.54. That's six minutes before four o'clock. That's six minutes before eight o'clock. No, seven o'clock. PST in the morning. That is six minutes before eight o'clock in Guatemala. That's six minutes before five o'clock in France. 
So I think I covered a nice little group of people. Um, Eastern Coast is five hours behind me, so that's 10.54 a.m. What will be happening at that moment? Our moon will be at 17 degrees of a fugus. It will have just passed the node point. So the it'll be separating from that point. So up until that time, it will be approaching it. So it is also very relevant if you want to you know, kick into the energies of past karma, I believe that you can try it. You might like it. So yeah, that point of karma is holding at 16 degrees. As I said, the moon has been in a focus during this, you know, very special time that Venus was holding space at zero degrees of Leo before it goes in but this is the moment that it moves also in the last few days we had this mercury um aligned with arcturus and spitka which is really powerful but now it's moved away it's at 31 degrees of virgo okay our sun is almost at seven degrees of virgo and venus of course is at one degrees now of leo our north node, as I mentioned before, it's still in the same place it was yesterday between Orion and Taurus. So is Uranus where it was yesterday at 11 degrees of Aries, but aligned with the Satis energies. Mars is getting a little bit closer to planet X, I must say. It is 34 degrees and planet X is 32 degrees. So it will be... Uh, hitting that point when Saturn will be stationary for a couple of days. Let me tell you, that'll be interesting before it goes direct. And actually, I'm going to treat you guys to my song that I wrote. It's just a ditty. I don't know. It's not a whole song. But yeah, Saturn and Jupiter's ready to fly. <laughs> well, Jupiter's already, already moving, flying forward. So um, Saturn will join it. So as I said, those two are about to conjunct. Both are retrograde at the moment, so it should be interesting. Chiron is at 15 degrees Pisces. Neptune still where it was yesterday and the day before. And the day before because it moves very slow. And that's 21 degrees of Aquarius. As I mentioned, Saturn is in Sagittarius with Pluto and Jupiter. All in Sagittarius. Saturn is the same place it was yesterday, 28 degrees. Pluto is 25 degrees and Jupiter is 21 degrees. And that's where the heavenly bodies are. Please, if you know someone who is curious about where the heavenly bodies were in our skies, I mean, it's so magnificent. You want to get closer to heaven, girlfriend, boyfriend, friend, ally. Uh, this is the time. This is the time because, as you know, these earth this earth construct is uh, in a metamorphosis stage. Let's not um, call it anything that it's not. It is morphing, and we are in the middle of it. So, let's get all the. Uh, information, all the support that we can to give it the best chance to 
shift in the most divine and, you know, positive and beautiful Venerian way that we can for the love of Venus, for the love of day and night, day star, night star, for the love of harmony and balance. Ooh, I just got intel. (laughs) On this earth plane, we very often think of Venus as this beauty, this harmony, this wealth as well. All these positive ideas about this earth life and what we value, the way people look, what possessions they have, these and things, these earth uh, manifestations of Venus. But Venus is not just that. And since it's in a way in this last period from the 14th of September as it was at the Beehive Cluster at Cancer, at the soul of our sky, which is the foundation of the soul and connected to the fourth house and the mother and the manger. Well, I like to call it, it's like the origin of things. It's perhaps showing us that as this energy of Venus being in the Cancer, in the waters, in the true essence of what it is and showing us, you know, in its clouds that it has water, that it has this true water essence, that as it now is moving from that and going into the house of the sun, where, of course, it will slowly be able to integrate this water by way of being in the house of fire of Leo. And perhaps, you know, we can be observing and receive and know that when our sun is shining, coming up to this full moon, because that's what the full moon cycle is about from our sun that just finished being at home in Leo and started the new moon at zero degrees of Virgo, which is also Earth. It's also a good place to start and be connected to Venus. And that the full moon will be in Pisces, the water energy, the spiritual house, we could say. So, you know, we will have an opportunity that is available to you by these divine positions to receive information, to receive the spiritual meaning and reflections of Venus as it is in Pisces. Our sun, our moon, sorry, is in Pisces, is in Pisces and our sun is shining its light in on the moon at the full moon as the moon is in this Pisces space also next to Chiron which is quite interesting and also 
approaching afterwards Mars because Mars is also in Pisces so know that these energies are moving about and it's always I have to say and I know I repeat myself it's part of the journey and it's a beautiful journey that is part of our collective information as we were drawn attention to this life of the clouds of Venus and the waters at the divine moment that Venus was in Cancer. Which is why it's so important to know exactly where the heavenly bodies are. I can't say it enough. <laughs> but yeah, I hope you follow that. If you have any questions, I am so happy to connect with you. Thank you for listening. Before I leave you today or in this podcast, I just want to invite you to take a moment to share our gratitude for Venus's journey. It was at home in its own connected space of Taurus this year of 2020. Aligning with the Pleiades stars. It has traveled since then through Gemini, Orion, and recently Cancer, where as it was aligned exactly at the Beehive Cluster, perhaps the evidence of life was shared with the collective, which of course is a true embodiment of how powerful it is for those of you who acknowledge and have taken into your consciousness where the heavenly bodies are, then you can understand how important this discovery is on a higher level and another conceptual idea about what these heavenly bodies really are and cancer is the foundation of our soul and the beehive cluster is the manger it is full of stars and information and the soul that we can see from this earth plane with our eyes. We don't need a telescope to see them on a clear night, mind you. And when we acknowledge and are grateful for this opportunity to know that there was this alignment at the beehive cluster at the time that science and people from all over the world were privy to information about Venus. The thing is, it doesn't matter if NASA never has a straight answer. Whatever it is, attention has been drawn to this entity that we can see with our eyes that is a part of our sky before we were born has always been a part of our sky that has been observed by so many 
people from around the world and has a variety of names so plentiful I who, who has a little bit of um, dyslexia wouldn't be doing them justice to pronounce but no it is known as the morning star and the evening star knows that it appears in the morning and in the evening know that it has always had a very positive and harmonic energy available for you to access and to instinctively know that to have harmony we need balance and to have balance we need to see both sides and so we are able to see the side of Venus that might give us an idea that there is more to these visions, these symbols than we have previously understood but it's not there to just talk and give the information about Venus is there to give us information about ourselves and our connections to life and our connection to this plentiful life, this unconditional life. As above, so below.